Are you struggling with neuropathy, that painful numbness in your feet, that squishing feeling, those lightning bolts of pain, perhaps in your ankles and other joints and extremities? Hi, this is Marty Terrell for Innovative Wellness Center in Clive, Iowa. Christy Steiger, Innovative Wellness Center. Reach out to Christy and her professional staff if you are struggling with neuropathy like I do. They have turned it around. They haven't reversed it all, but they have attacked it and done it professionally and effectively at a very fair and reasonable price. Avoid the $49 come on ads in the chiropractic industry. They do not work. And in the end, you'll spend thousands of dollars chasing what is virtually impossible to reverse. Innovative Wellness Center. Elevate your well-being. Give them a call at 515-355-3200. Innovative Wellness Dot center at 515-355-3200. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. I just started Twitch, and it says, Your Twitch description contains banned words. But then it let me begin anyway. I wonder what the banned words are. Banned on the words. Banned. My guest today, let me see. Oh, is it Dyke? Because Emily Van Dyke is on this show. That's not fair. A dyke is also something that keeps water off the streets. Jack Bear, Eric Christensen, Andrew Zimmern, Maureen Bausch, Ronan Hirschberg, J.D. Sharp, Alex Singleton, Vince Egan. These are all guests today. Ronan Hirschberg, very hilarious comedian in studio at 10 o'clock, by the way. Um, yeah, I don't know where, uh, the band word is. I guess it's Dyke. Man, are we really? That's like, well, I shouldn't be surprised that we're that sensitive. That's a real word. And even if it is, is that, I think lesbians call themselves that. I don't think it's that pejorative, but what do I know? It's banned. Um, we'll do that tomorrow. By the way, Puka Nakua will come on the show as well. And I asked him if he's got any shells. That's right. Got to be my age to get that joke. A full show, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. We'll talk cooking, your favorite. We'll talk academic All-Americans. We'll talk mostly British Film Festival. We'll talk comedy. We'll talk Super Bowl. Uh, We'll talk a lot of that stuff at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get in, get heard. American Forces Radio Network, worldwide, 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships that see you. are doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Proud of you. Keep up the good work. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Twitch.tv as well. Come on in and get heard. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Looking for a cruise vacation? Cruise.com is offering its exclusive sale of the year to all listeners to this station. Every major cruise line, including Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Princess, MSC, and more, are on sale now. Call 1-800-430-7924 and book one of these deals while supplies last. Cruises start from as low as $39 per person per day. There isn't a better vacation value to places like Alaska, Europe, the Caribbean, South America, and more. Call one of the largest cruise specialists in the world at 1-800-430-7924. We'll find you a vacation that includes drinks, Wi-Fi, excursions, and more. Call 1-800-430-7924. Again, that's 1-800-430-7924. Space is limited. Don't miss your opportunity to book the best deal of the year. That's 1-800-430-7924. Sponsored by Cruise.com. Total by Verizon is wireless that goes all in for you. That means unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, priced by us at $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan. And as always, no contracts. Sounds pretty hard to beat, but all in is all in. So we added international calling to fill the year with more, hey girl, because it can't be total unless it's all in. Find a store and exclusive deals at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate with auto pay discount beginning the month after you enroll plus taxes and fees. Additional restrictions apply. See website for data management practices and full terms. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know I love the comedians, and uh, it's great to welcome Emily Van Dyke to the uh, show. And uh, she has a brand-new album uh, from Blonde Medicine called Feeling Myself. 
Emily, it's funny. I was, uh, I'm also on twitch.tv and I was just entering in my guests on the show today and it says you've used a banned word. So Dyke is banned. I think we're getting a little too sensitive, aren't we? I have been, this is my life. Welcome to my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my last name is uh, very controversial right from the jump. So, but, but the thing is, is that I, I have, this sounds so like white, straight white guy. I have lesbian friends, um, but they they say dyke. So I mean, it's not like it's a is a pejorative, but I guess people are just super scared of the word. I think it it can be a pejorative depending on who's saying it and how they're saying it. But I definitely think it's one of those words that um, you know different communities are trying to take back. You know, it's like okay, I've been called this, and instead of you know being a victim of this word, I'm actually going to take it back, rebrand, and um, you know folded into my empowerment language. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's still on the, I think it's still on the band list for now. Well, let's we'll talk, happens. let's talk about 73 other band words because I, no, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about your career because um, you're, I know you're based out here in the Bay, but you come from Logansport. Were you more of a fan of the Wabash or the Eel River? You know what? I'm a I'm more of a an Eel River girl. Um, thank you for asking. That's mm-hmm. uh, it's real close to home. <laughs> what was it about the eel that spoke to you, and the Wabash just made you have pure disdain? <laughs> I honestly could not tell you the difference or point to either one on a map. And I know that's really gonna it's really gonna hurt the hearts of a lot of the Loganberries uh, that I grew up with. But I have no idea what the, the Wabash or the or the eel. Um, so, yeah, I'm so sorry to let my people down. <laughs> Is the high school mascot really Felix the cat? Yes, which has no uh, connection to Logan Berry's. It's just one of the old, it's just one of the oldest mascots. That's, I think that's an awesome yeah. mascot, though. That, I mean, I don't know if there's a copyright infringement, but I think it's great. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of my friends were the um, the Felix the Cat mascot during the games, and it's hot in there. <laughs> it's hot in that old costume. Just one more thing. Obviously, I didn't know this stuff off the top of my head. I just looked up Logansport, Indiana, because I had heard of it. Um, and I thought, well, who was Logan? James Logan. And then I found out that James Logan was a Shawnee. So that's a fake mm-hmm. European name they shoved down his throat. I want to know James Logan's real name, damn it. Ooh, let me do some digging. I'm not really sure, but it was it was it was Logan's Port, you know, um, and it, yeah, it does have like a, a deep, uh, obviously indigenous uh, roots. So yeah, but then yeah, if you go there now, you wouldn't know it. It's it's a real it's a real white town. Um, but we actually have, we actually have a lot of immigrants uh, coming in, and um, well, you know what? It's it's actually more diverse now than when I grew up, but. Yeah, that's it. It's, we're getting real deep into Logansport, Indiana's history. I really appreciate this. Yeah, um, I want to spend next segment on the Denzel Carousel, uh, if you'd like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one gets that like, except. Then we're going to then we're going to hit the the Super Walmart. Um, then we're going to hit the Spencer Park. I'm just going to cover um, Cass County, if you don't mind. <laughs> that's, that's totally fine. You know what? Cass County deserves its moment to shine. It's been overlooked for for years. That, that is true. So how far were you from, like, were you closer to Chicago? Is that your closest big town? Um, I think, the cl- I mean, when I was growing up, like, our closest big town was Kokomo, Indiana, which is actually <laughs> where I'm calling you from my phone number. It was, like, the closest town that had, like, a movie theater mm. and a mall. 
Um, but probably like the big city would be Indianapolis. Okay, so that's a little bit closer, yeah, mm-hmm. the hub city. So were you? Yeah. I, I always love comedians because they come from every walk of life, every heritage, gender, education level, whatever. And I love the fact that they they make it. So were you one of the comedians who thought, "Damn it, I'm getting on stage because I can entertain people," or were you one of the ones that your friends were like, "You have to do it because you're hilarious." I don't think either one. I honestly, um, I think I've always been kind of the goofy one um, in my life, mostly because of cystic acne. So I really needed to get like a personality ASAP um, in order to survive that. So I think I've always been kind of like the jokey friend or like the person that people bring to parties to like break the ice. But I never wanted to be a comedian. Um, but what happened was I, I um, went to Ball State University, go cards um, for art education. And then I moved to San Francisco and I was an art teacher. But then um, you know, during the tumultuous financial times of the um, late 2000s, I got laid off um, and I went to the unemployment office and the woman was like, if you want to learn how to do anything or take a class or like try something new, now's the time because that's usually when, you know, unemployment is when people try to reinvent themselves. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I was feeling sad because I just lost my job the entire, you know, from the whole district. That's what my... That's what I wanted to do. So um, I started taking comedy college classes, which is very mm-hmm. controversial in the comedy world because people say you can't teach somebody how to be funny. But uh, so I started taking a couple classes, and I also just wanted to be able to talk in front of people without getting hives. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I also um, I looked up Kokomo real quick, and this has nothing to do with you, but it said that. Um, actually 1924 it's 100 years ago that kokomo had per capita the most clan members in the united states and that the baptist church had one 1000 clans women you don't hear about clans women very often well they got to be married to somebody <laughs> yeah we i mean we have a we have a very you know the Midwest has a dark past, um, and we yeah, all the, we all have dark you're, pasts. You're really, you're really you're really dredging up the classics, <laughs> but yeah, um, the clan uh, started. Yeah, it started. Um, it, it, yeah, it's, it's got some deep roots. All right, let's drop the clan. I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come, come on, on, Rick. I'm Get rid. To, I'm going to get a complaint. I'm to dig myself out of this. I know, and um, I, I put you in a battle. Yeah. Okay, I, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was funny when I You're saw. You're like it. Emily Van Dyke's got an album come out. She knows <laughs> Emily Van Dyke equals plans. <laughs> Let's talk yeah, about feeling she, myself because that could be a triple entendre these days. Really? What are the? What are the? What well, the feeling triple? myself could mean literally like. T- taking your hand and touching and then another one could be like you feel me you feel me and the other one is just like mm-hmm. you know sort of like meditation sort of like i'm i'm feeling myself i'm feeling good yeah. yeah yeah so what is what are we getting on the album here i think uh the third um definitely uh after over a decade of comedy i just feel like I, I'm kind of in disbelief, like, what? I'm really, I think I'm pretty funny. Um, and so I really kind of got to the point where I'm like, I feel, I feel good. I'm feeling myself. I feel confident um, doing comedy and um, running around the Bay Area. And I feel like I had, you know, a good chunk of jokes that I think I wanted to kind of put behind me, but they're just really fun. And I'm, I'm just hoping that they, people are listening to them, start streaming them. And they're like, this is fun. This is, you know, have like a couple jokes, a couple laughs on their jog or maybe during a tense moment. And yeah, I just feel like I'm feeling good. Um, so I want to kind of bring that to whoever's listening. 
Well, my studio's here on Broadway. I've been doing this show over 20 years, and anybody who's, you know, headline cobs or punchline has come in, you should, you should come in and hang out, and I promise not to talk about terrible things. Like, I promise not to bring up the horrible white history. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I, it's so funny that you talk about it, because I, I tell, like, my friends all the time, try, I'm trying to, like, get out of the... I'm trying to be better. Emily, be my, my great-grandfather, who I lived better. my great-grandfather, who I lived with, was born in Muncie. So I'm with you. I'm a Hoosier. Oh my God. I'm a Hoosier, too. Yep. Okay, Hoosier dad. Hoosier blood. It's Emily Van Dyke. It is Feeling Myself from Blonde Medicine. Check it out. Emily, thanks for playing along, and um, congratulations on the album. Thank you so much. It comes out tomorrow, and I will take your invitation and stop by the studio on Broadway. You can um, come by uh, any time. 300 Broadway, just talk to the contact. We'd love to have you in and sign the wall like everybody else. All right, right on. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope everybody enjoys the album. And, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Great stuff. Thanks, Emily. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back on the other side with Jack Bearer and the Mostly British Film Festival. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. 
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. That's fantastic. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast and Around the World on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the show Jack Bear, and he's here to talk about the Mostly British Film Festival, which will be beginning on the 15th and run through the 22nd. And uh, this will be at the uh, Vogue Theater right over here on Sacramento Street. You can get uh, tickets and passes at mostlybritish.org, uh, and you can go to the Vogue box office as well. Jack, welcome back to the uh, show. And um, before we get into it, I know that you and some other people, some friends, got together several years ago to save some of the uh, classic theaters here in San Francisco. And I can only imagine, like especially during the pandemic, when everything shut down, uh, you had even more challenges uh, ahead of you. How's that been going? It has been a challenge. The whole movie exhibition business has been challenged since the pandemic. A lot of these theaters were shut down for an extended period of time, um, and there wasn't as much product to display in, in the theaters as well. So we're coming out of it now, and this has been a pretty good year for film. Uh, obviously, we had Oppenheimer and Barbie, but a lot of other good films as well uh, hit this year. So uh, I hope that this is the sort of beginning of the, the recovery for the film industry. Um, but yeah, San Francisco was unique, perhaps, uh, among uh, a lot of American cities in that uh, at every sort of neighborhood, and San Francisco's a city of neighborhoods, uh, there's a commercial street, and there used to be a movie theater on that street. Uh, and back, you know, in the early part of the 19th, uh, 1900s, you know, people would go to the theater uh, and watch the the film reels and and the movies as as a central part of their social life. Um, and bit by bit, these theaters have been uh, going uh, uh, away uh, to make room for more profitable uses, uh, condominiums, uh, retail shops, and things of that sort. So we're trying to hang on to uh, as many as we can. 
Uh, and so that's the mission of the nonprofit that we formed back in 2002. So I, you know, it's interesting. Um, my studios sit not far from uh, Polk Street and the beautiful, ornate Alhambra Theater with the minarets, plural, but it's a gym now. Does that make you sick, yeah. or do you think, <laughs> do you think, well, at least they're using it? Well, well, I guess I would say at least they're using it. Um, you know, uh, we, we are we're unable to save every theater, um, but we've tried to do our best to save, uh, uh, you know, many, and we've been successful that, in that way. But some of the theaters have been repurposed uh, as gyms. Uh, some have been torn down altogether. So I prefer that they get repurposed and stay um, as uh, a tribute to what happened before uh, than to be totally demolished. All right, let's talk about the festival. We're mostly British, so it's, of course, English language films, the U.K., Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, and India. 26 movies. Um, how many, um, do you know the number that were sort of, uh, you know, offered up, and then you had to sift through to find the best ones? How does that process work? Yeah, we have, we have a steering committee that goes through the screeners and picks the ones to exhibit. We also go affirmatively after a couple films that we think would be good for our festival. So, um, yeah, so we screen a lot more films than we, we end up choosing. And we try to have a, a nice offering of Irish films and Australian films. Uh, and, and then our staple would be films from the U.K. Uh, but we've been generally having about one film from India each year in English, and those have uh, been quite popular. Our, our tagline, in, in part, is uh, foreign films in English without subtitles. Uh, but, you know, some of our films actually come with subtitles because um, the accents are such that people have a hard time following them. Now, it's interesting, too, because you want to open the, the, the festival with a bang. You want to close with a great movie, too. And it's, uh, I love the fact that the, the opening night movie is a movie called How to Have Sex. Now, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't a raunchy movie. This is a new director, Molly Manning Walker. You guys are very impressed with her, aren't you? Yeah, we're going to be, uh, she's going to be on Zoom uh, in an interview before the screening. But we actually, our opening night film, How to Have Sex, and also the closing night film, The Old Oak, have been nominated for Best Picture in the British version of the Academy Awards. So we're opening and closing uh, with films that have been you know, nominated for multiple awards. And the, the How to Have Sex film is really not an a instructional video. It's more, <laughs> a, um, it's more about a coming-to-aid story uh, uh, with young uh, women taking a trip overseas. So it's, um, uh, it's won uh, awards. It's been nominated for awards. Uh, and uh, uh, I think it's, it's going to be a crowd-pleaser. Also, and I think it's also going to get a U.S. release after our festival as well. So we'll be able to see it uh, if you don't come to the festival. But, of course, we prefer that you come to the festival. And I guess that only adds to a movie CV if it has a BAFTA recognition or something from, from Khan or, or Tribeca, something else. That, that certainly helps it get in, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we targeted this film and as well as the closing film as films that we wanted to show. Uh, because we knew they were 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 well received uh, and had not uh, been distributed in the United States yet. Um, there's some centerpiece movies, and I see Anthony Hopkins' name, and he's one of my all-time favorites. It's called uh, One Life. Could you tell us a little bit about that one, please? 
Yeah, that that is an interesting film. It's it's about a, a, a British guy, Nicholas Winton, who actually saved 669 uh, children uh, from the uh, clutches of the Nazis, uh, uh, kind of like uh, uh, Oscar Schindler in the movie Schindler's List. And what was interesting, I think, is that um, he was very low-key about it his whole life, um, and there was a program in England where uh, he was on the program, and then some of the pe- the kids that he saved uh, kind of confronted him to, to thank him for what he did all those years later, and it became a bit of a phenomenon uh, uh, where this person who was really not well-known before became well-known. So this film is about that, um, and I think will be a real crowd-pleaser as well. It's on the Friday, on the second night of the festival, um, so we're excited to show that as well. Another plot I thought was great, especially with Olivia Coleman, who's so great, and Jesse Buckley, who's got a very memorable face. She's a real up-and-comer. It's called Wicked Little Letters, and it's about Olivia Coleman receiving obscene letters with no one signing them. That already sounds like a pretty funny plot. Yeah, and I understand she has quite the, the foul mouth on her, Olivia <laughs> Coleman, in this film. So uh, it's not for the faint of heart, uh, but uh, it's supposed to be hilarious. Also, um, as I mentioned, uh, Australia... Um, and uh, there's, you know, as you think of Australia, I think a lot of people just think of the stereotypical uh, Crocodile Dundee or some Outback thing. But tell us a little bit about uh, Shada, because this is a very interesting film about um, a, a Persian family going to Australia. Yeah, I, I, I uh, uh, my understanding, I haven't seen that film, but my understanding is the Persian family in Australia, down on their luck, living in a homeless shelter and kind of making it so uh, a touching story about, you know, survival uh, is, and, and so, uh, and it's supposed to be excellent. Jury prize winner at uh, Sundance. I'll ask you about one more. Um, there are documentaries in this. One of them is called Mad About the Boy, the Noel Coward story. And I thought to myself, I'd know the name. I know a lot of his work, but I really don't know anything about his background. I get maybe that was the genesis behind this documentary. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's obviously... Famous, very famous in certain circles, and and I I uh, I don't know much about him either. To be honest with you, I was watching the the uh, uh, Cary Grant uh, series uh, that we uh, previewed at the at the Vogue, and had Jennifer Grant, his daughter, in the audience, and Noel Coward was mentioned in in, in that film as well. He's kind of omnipresent in, in some ways in that era. Uh, of Hollywood and, and, and British culture. So I, I think that film will be really popular with our audience, um, which uh, we have a lot of people from the U.K. And, and the Bay Area, and obviously just people that like uh, good film. So we have a, a loyal following. I think that that film will be very popular. The Mostly British Film Festival, starting February 15th, going for a week to the 22nd at the Vogue Theater, 3290 Sacramento Street. Get your tickets at the box office there or at mostlybritish.org. We've been speaking with uh, Jack Bear, who's also the executive with the uh, Giants as well. Jack, thanks for your time, man. Looking forward to it. you got a lot of great movies there. Thank you, Rick. We'll see you at the theater and at the ballpark. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle, and um, we will have coming up next the celebrity chef, Andrew Zimmern, and spokesperson, 
Maureen Bausch. We'll do that next. Is your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles.
Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Uh, I didn't do that, but uh, welcome back to the show, and uh, we're waiting on our guests. <clears throat> and when we get them, we will throw them on the air. It gives me time to give you an uh, update of a couple of uh, NBA trades, and that is the 76ers have acquired Buddy Heald the day after the Warriors went into Philly and gave him what fur? Warriors with a pretty emphatic victory. They're at the Wells Fargo Center there in the city of sisterly hate. But yes, the Sixers are getting Buddy Heald from the Indiana Pacers for Marcus Morris, Furkan Korkmaz, and three second-round picks. The deadline is noon Pacific today. That's 3 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to make a trade, better hurry up because you just have about two hours and 18 minutes left. Here's the thing. What's the thing, Rick? The 76ers had the best three-point percentage shooting this season in the entire NBA. And they're going from strength to strength because they're adding a three-point shooter. (laughs) And uh, Buddy Heald is one of 50 players in NBA history to shoot better than 40% from three for his career. Remember coming out of Oklahoma. I believe that's where he was from. Buddy Hield was the man. And everyone, the Kings got him. They're like, and uh, Vivek Ranadive, the former Warrior co-owner who owned the Kings, said, I'm making this team the Warriors. I'm hiring Chris Mullen, and I'm hiring Luke Walton. And Buddy Hield is Steph Curry. Buddy Hield was like, I just took my last psych final. Can you not say I'm the next Steph Curry? He didn't say that, but I think so. But the 76ers... They love taking threes, but not enough for Daryl Morey. He wants more. And if you think about it, his Houston Rockets, what do they do? Back in the day, they took threes. And I want to say in that playoff game against the Warriors, they missed 21 three-point shots in a row. It was something majestic like that. Um, Now, Philadelphia, you say, well, what do you do with Joel Embiid's sideline due to that meniscus injury? And when Embiid hasn't played this year, which is 16 games, they're 4-12. and 12. So the plan is not to replace him in the paint, but the plan is to just go ahead and um, carpet bomb the other team with three-pointers is what it is. Uh, the other uh, advantage to landing healed for Philadelphia is he has an expiring contact and contract, and the 76ers are currently... Uh, position now to create about $55 million in cap space in the offseason. And um, the good news for them is that they can let him walk or they have his bird rights and they can sign him to a Sparrow or a Robin or Cardinal deal. And Heald had played pretty well for Indiana, but there were some trade rumors after he got there in Indiana as much as matching salaries in the Tyrese Halliburton DeMontis Sabonis swap, speaking of that uh, trade from SAC. And, you know, kind of think with the aggressive move to bring Siakam in that Indiana would hold on to a guy like that. But And Heald was linked to the Lakers. I mean, LeBron has been saying ever since he got to L.A., we need shooters, we need shooters. But Indiana, um, they have enough guards, at least when people are healthy, 
and they obviously have Halliburton leading their back court, but they like Benedict Mathurin and Andrew Nebhard. And, uh, I mean, he's a vet, but T.J. McConnell uh, is in there as well. There just weren't enough minutes for Heald, which was interesting. But, I mean, two teams that are directly next to each other in the standings making a trade is pretty rare because the 76ers are currently fifth in the East. Pacers, two games back, they're sixth. But, as I mentioned, the Philadelphia urgency is much greater now that Embiid's health has a long-term bump uh, in the road right now. And the Pacers can take a longer look at their youth, and they picked up some draft capital, and they can refocus on the backcourt. Another trade that uh, went down today uh, was that uh, Gordon Hayward is uh, changing addresses. He is going to uh, OKC from Charlotte for Trey Mann and Davis Burton's. I remember when Burton's was with the Sixers, he looked like Porzingis. I mean, the uh, Spurs, he looked like Porzingis. I'm like, oh, that guy is not bad. Um, and then, remember, Gordon Hayward left a lot of money on the table just to be a Celtic instead of a Jazz. A Jazz? Yeah. He's like, I'd rather go to Boston, and then he ended up in Charlotte. And now he's in Oklahoma City. Talk about draft capital. Sam Presti has, he has one of your picks. If you're an NBA GM, he has at least one of your picks in his wallet. Right at this moment, too. Uh, The Knicks, of course, the Knicks, they feel like, what are they, fourth in the East? They feel like this is their year. And they had that long winning streak. And (laughs) my homies, Mark Norman and Sam Morrill and uh, Stavros Stavros Hockius, who I've not interviewed yet, but I really want to. Those three were courtside the other day, and they put the camera on them, and they're like, look who's here. I think you know you've made it when it's like, look who's here. But the Knicks uh, today from Detroit got Bogdan Bogdan Bojan Bogdanovic, I should say, and Alec Burks, former Pacer, former Warrior, former everything, going to <clears throat> Detroit. Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn, someone named Ryan Arcidiacono. Do you ever heard of him, Dominic? It's Ryan Archie Diacono. He was, uh, I forget what school, but I want to say like Villanova or Butler, one of those schools where he was the point guard and they had a deep run. All right. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Archie Diacono. Archie Diacono. Very good. Italian. Thank you for that. And two second-round picks. And I'm just thinking, you're Quentin Grimes. You're like going to MSG every night. And, oh, my gosh, how much fun. And now you're on the Pistons. <laughs> I mean, you're still in the NBA. But. It's got to be a kick in the crotch. Um, Also, today, two more trade. Well, I mentioned the heel trade. One more trade. Kelly Olenek and Ochai Agbaji go to Toronto. Utah gets Kira Lewis. That's a guy. Otto Porter. And next year's first-round pick, Otto Porter, um, was a guy who did contribute to the uh, Warriors um, a couple years ago. Um, and then if you didn't notice, last night there were some trades. Both Morris brothers got traded because Monte Morris went to Minnesota to Detroit, uh, or from Detroit. Detroit gets um, Shake Milton, Troy Brown Jr., and a 2030 second-round pick. Somebody's got to keep track of that. Are you mean to tell me I traded you a pick six years ago? Yeah, six years ago. We get it. Uh, you might have heard last night that Boston got Xavier Tillman. 
and that's from Memphis. Memphis gets Lamar Stevens, a 2027 second-round pick from the Hawks and a 2030 second-round pick from the Mavs. And Detroit got uh, Simone Fontecchio uh, from Utah for Kevin Knox, draft rights to Gabriele Procida, and a 2024 second-round pick via the Wiz. And uh, nobody beats the Wiz, uh, as they say. Uh, and we have our guests with us, and very happy to bring in celebrity chef Andrew Zimmern and also um, Maureen Bosch, who is a taste of the NFL Gen Youth spokesman. Oh, we just have Andrew with us. Okay, Andrew, um, thanks for joining us. Could you just tell us a little bit about uh, Taste of the NFL uh, event and uh, how it's helping uh, Gen Youth, please? Uh, sure, absolutely. Uh Taste of the NFL is the largest charitable event during all of Super Bowl week. It's uh, an NFL-approved charity. More players will be at our event on Saturday afternoon and into the evening uh, than will be on the field and sidelines on Sunday combined. Um, And, you know, as well as 40 chefs from all around the country who come in and cook up a storm, so it's food and football and a lot of celebrities and Cirque du Soleil and Miss America and fun activations and, uh, you know, uh, auction, live and silent and a raffle, a super fun party. And all of the proceeds, thanks to our great sponsors like the PepsiCo Foundation, um, all of the money goes uh, to end student hunger in America. Um, we have way too many kids. Uh, who are hungry. Uh, as, as many as one in seven children in America uh, don't know where their next meal is coming from. And that, that's no longer criminal. It's, it's by definition genocidal. Since we have the money, we have the distribution points. In other words, we have the skill and the system to do it. We just lack the political will. So public-private partnerships like those between Gen Youth and uh, companies like Quaker Oats and Frito-Lay and the NFL have come together to put equipment and food into schools to try to end student hunger right now. That's amazing work. And, and a lot of people know your background, which is absolute, and you're very um, honest about it because it's such a great story uh, of redemption when you hit rock bottom and then came back again. It just shows you that people aren't done when they when they hit rock bottom. And no, and you, you make a really, really great point here. Let's not let kids, I mean, the reference for those that don't know is I was a homeless street junkie that tried to kill himself 32 and a half years ago, and I woke up one morning, I wasn't dead, and then I shined up pretty good once I got treatment and love and attention. We need to give that same love and attention to our kids, and the best way to do that is to feed them. It decreases, it pays for itself. We're spending a trillion and a half dollars a year fighting the big four processed food-related diseases in America. Why can't we put $17 billion a year, that's the number, the real number, which would statistically end student hunger in America today? It would eliminate it 100%. That's that's a rounding error to our federal budget, and it would provide better outcomes for kids. More success for our children means taking care of them now. That means less kids in the criminal justice system, less kids in public hospitals, less kids uh, having problems like I did growing up and uh, resulting in in some horrific traumatic years for me. Um, Let's try to get the problem nipped in the bud where it starts, which is when our kids are young. I don't think anyone out there would raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm all for hungry children, 
right? It's, a, it's, it's the most ridiculous <laughs> issue that I know of. We have just about a minute left. I love the fact that not only you're a great chef, but you also teach restaurant design and uh, also, you know, just uh, telling people uh, actually how to run the restaurant. I mean, you, you've got it all yeah. covered, right? <laughs> well, you know something? If, if you're old and you stay loud, uh, <laughs> other people want your expertise. Now, I mean, look. It, it's. I'm one of those people that I'm not happy if I'm not doing six, seven things. So I've got the TV stuff going on. Uh, I have a hospitality company, Passport Hospitality. I have a production company, Intuitive Content. We have a great big series coming out in uh, in June called Hope in the Water that people will be hearing a, a lot about, about ways in which we can protect our oceans but produce out of them. Um, and everything related to me is at andrewzimmern.com. Sign up for my Substack. It's it's all right there, um, and no paywall. Lots of free recipes. Get ready for the big game on Sunday if you're cooking at home. There it is, culinary and gridiron extravaganza taking the field on <laughs> Saturday, three to seven, and also go to tasteofthenfl.com. Andrew Zimmer, thanks for your time, man. Have a great uh, have a great Super Bowl. Thank you. You too. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. I can say Super Bowl. He can't. We will take a quick break and come on back on Sports Violin. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. 
Hey there, fellow travelers, it's me, the Hotel Wiz. Before you go anywhere, call me day or night for hotel rates too low to publish. I'll save you up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe. You see, I've already done the research, so you don't have to spend time online trying to find the best deal. That's up to 75% off. Just call me, the Hotel Wiz. It's a free call, and you get instant access to rates too low to publish with no cancellation fees. Make a free call now and save up to 75% off your hotel rooms the next time you're going somewhere for business or pleasure. Call the Hotel Wiz now and get instant access to rates too low to publish. 800 580 800-586-7112. 800-586-7112. Call the Hotel Wiz right now for rates too low to publish at 800-586-7112. By noon, I need them 8,000 hens moved into their new cages. Sometimes they don't want to cooperate. But you give them a good shake and they'll settle down for you. Do the chickens have large talons? Do they have what? Large talons. I don't understand a word you just said. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Ah, bless your heart for that. Thank you for that. So, Ronan Hirschberg, he's very, very funny. He's coming in studio next. Uh, And then in the third hour, J.D. Sharp will talk Super Bowl. We'll have Eric Christensen from College Sports Communicators and here to talk about academic All-Americans. Did you know that Brock Purdy and... Patrick Mahomes were both former academic All-Americans. The only other time that happened in a Super Bowl where both starting quarterbacks were alums of that was Drew Brees versus Peyton Manning, actually. Uh, And then Broncos linebacker Alex Singleton will join me in the third hour with Vince Egan, who is a special Olympian. Tomorrow on the show we have scheduled uh, Puka Nakua. He should come by after the hour that we do with uh, Jan uh, and others as well. Yeah, Andrew Zimmern was a purse snatcher in Manhattan. And um, I didn't know he tried to kill himself, but, uh, yeah, you just talk about uh, reborn. Um, Not too shabby to go from purse snatcher to uh, millionaire and uh, deserve it. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back with Ron on Hershberg.
USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. Former President Trump's legal team is arguing the U.S. Constitution's insurrection clause does not necessarily apply to the President of the United States. Trump's lawyers reject the premise he was ever involved in an insurrection anyway, but beyond that, they say the Civil War era clause of the 14th Amendment being used against Trump only applies to lower elected or appointed officials like congressmen, senators, and cabinet secretaries, not presidents. U.S. Supreme Court justices are set to hear arguments today in a case brought by the state of Colorado, which calls for Trump to be removed from that state's ballot over his actions preceding the January 6th U.S. Capitol riots. New Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson is promising to deliver results following the failure of a GOP-led effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. We have a duty and a responsibility to take care of this issue. We have to hold the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security accountable. Just enough Republican lawmakers defected to join Democrats in defeating the measure. The investigation into President Biden's handling of classified documents has ended, and it's unlikely the president will face charges. On Wednesday, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland informed Congress that Special Counsel Robert Hur's investigation was complete. The probe began not long after it was uncovered. There were still Obama-Biden administration-era documents stored at the Penn-Biden Center and at Biden's home in Delaware. Security is tight in Las Vegas. Our Office of Intelligence and Analysis, alongside the FBI, has been assessing the threat landscape leading up to the Super Bowl. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas right there announcing federal security efforts alongside local police efforts in Las Vegas Wednesday. The head of his Super Bowl halftime appearance, Usher, announcing new tour dates. It'll start in Washington, D.C. in August. This is USA News. Every day, our brave military men and women, along with their families, make tremendous sacrifices for our freedom. Patriotic Hearts, a nonprofit organization, is dedicated to supporting these heroes and their families in their times of need. By donating your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts, you'll be supporting job transition and job fair programs, veteran entrepreneurship, counseling, and retreats for combat veterans and their spouses. Call 800-804-7211. You'll receive a tax deduction and we'll arrange a free pickup at your convenience. Imagine the difference you can make in the lives of those who have given so much for our country. Your car donation will directly impact military families, veterans, providing them with the support they desperately need. Call 800-804-7211. You can become a part of something bigger. Join us in our mission to uplift and honor our military community. Call 800-804-7211 to donate your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts. The U.S. launching a deadly airstrike in Iraq, killing a top commander of Hezbollah. The leader of a militia group supported by Iran, known as Qatayab Hezbollah, was killed in a U.S. drone strike in Baghdad. The action was taken in response to an attack on American forces in Jordan, which resulted in the death of three service members and injuries to many others. U.S. officials assert that the commander played a direct role in planning and executing attacks against U.S. troops following the onset of the Israel-Hamas conflict in October. I'm John Schaefer. Following the failure on compromised border security and foreign aid legislation, Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer reportedly intends to try and pass the foreign aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan separately. The plan is to force an up-and-down floor vote in the Senate on the bill, which would be entered into the voting record. It's still unclear if Schumer would have enough votes to actually pass the bill, though. President Biden attributes the collapse of the Senate border deal to 
Donald Trump. Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't even know it helps the, the, the country. He's not for it. He accused Trump of using threats and intimidation tactics, pressure Republican lawmakers into voting against the bill. In the town of Willits, California, a woman named Edith Cesarelli is commemorating her 116th birthday. According to the Gerontology Research Group, she holds the title of the oldest living person in the United States. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships at sea. If you're in the military, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Yeah, I was mentioning yesterday the picture in the San Francisco Chronicle of Andy Reid at San Francisco State and that my my old colleague Earthquake Ferris standing next to him and the fact that he brought, when I was offensive coordinator at Salesian, he brought that playbook and said this is a highlight reel and I went nah I'm good and I had turned down Andy Reid plays I know but you know what it's too <laughs> it's too complicated for high school kids and I know that because I used to I used to be a high school kid and we were boneheads it was just uh, a little bit uh, a little bit too crazy all right uh, also uh, coming up later in the show Alex Singleton who I think went to Montana State. I don't know too many Montana State guys that made it in the NFL. He'll be here with Special Olympian Vince Egan. J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering. He will join us at 11.12. At 11.25, Eric Christensen will join us from the Super Bowl. He's with College Sports Communicators, and he'll go over the academic 
All-Americans uh, as well. And then uh, also Radio Row, we're scheduled to have Puka Nakua come on in a uh, absolutely amazing, record-breaking rookie season, most catches, most yards, and an all-pro uh, nod as well. But uh, coming up next, you know what a comedian comic comedy nerd I am. We have Ronan Hirschberg who's with us and uh, he'll be at the world famous Punchline and he's got a long run. He had a show last night. He has a show tonight. He'll have two tomorrow. Two on Saturday as well and uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Ronan and what I don't want to do is ask him too much about his friends because I think I did that with Phil Hanley and he got mad so I (laughs) want to talk about Ronan but he's all part of that cabal that group of these comedians. It's just interesting how all my favorite comedians seem like they're best friends, like five or six of them. And it's really cool that uh, Ronan's going to be uh, in studio with us. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. I'll get the uh, webcam on uh, Ronan as well. And uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, 35 million homes listening there if you all tune in at once. Come on back. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law, and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 
That's 800-278-1738. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And if you check the twitch.tv webcam, you can see we have in studio Ronan Hirschberg, who is a very funny stand-up comedian. And he's headlining the punchline for the first time. He had a show last night. He's got a show tonight, two tomorrow and two on Saturday. Ronan, welcome to the show. As we were Thanks talking about, I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I, I appreciate it. Um, it's good to be here. This is a sports show, pretty much. It is a sports show, but we do some entertainment stuff as well. And as I was mentioning, I'm such a comedy nerd. Right. I feel I feel out of place anyway. I don't know anything about sports. I one time, um, as an example of how little I know about sports, this uh, girl sent me a nude. I was seeing her. And it was a picture of her naked wearing a Yankees hat. <laughs> and I thought it was a Mets hat. <laughs> And I texted back, suddenly, I'm a Mitch fan. <laughs> and she did not take that well. <laughs> wow. Which means the antithesis of yeah, what you Yeah, it's like she showed say. me her tits, and I was like, I'm on the other team now, now that I've seen your tits. Uh, <laughs> we can say, can we say oh, wait, that word? Oh, wait, shoot, I'm sorry. This That's is radio. Right. I'm sorry. God. <laughs> it's so confusing, because you're doing so many podcasts. Right. I'm sorry. And shoot. you do a podcast. I'm going to get an FCC violation. <laughs> <laughs> you do a podcast called Joe and Ron on at the movies. You took a little bit of a hiatus there, but now you guys are back. I mean, I'm always doing it. I'm always available. Joe has a kid now, so mm. he's uh, he's a, he's not always available. But yeah, we're always whenever we can get together, we always go and and talk. You know, it's a talk great about movies contrast because you almost never agree, and then he is always like if he doesn't agree, if you don't agree with him. And he does agree with you. You're usually like, well, I have a separate opinion. But for him, he's like, you have to be the biggest idiot on the face of the earth if you think Scorsese, whatever, whatever. I thought about this uh, actually recently. <laughs> he gets very angry at me if I don't like a movie he loves, which mm-hmm. is funny because I don't care if you don't like a movie I love. <laughs> exactly. He's insane. Yeah. He did that recently. I his This movie he saw that he thought was like the best movie like I, I guess I think ever this movie called Eight Mountains, this Italian movie, and he was like, "You got to see it." And I finally saw it. I'm like, "Yeah, it's kind of pretentious." And he uh, he didn't talk to me for a couple of days. <laughs> oh, that's too good. All right, so um, the Wednesday show, how did it go last night? It was good. It's always weird. I flew in. Um, I was in Tacoma. I was on the road doing gigs, and then my parents live in Tacoma, so I visited them. Mm-hmm. I flew in. I was really tired. I don't ever do this, but I took an edible on the flight. To like fall asleep, but instead I just like stayed up and thought mm. about how everyone hated me in my life for three hours. It had the opposite <laughs> effect, uh, and and then I so so I still do the shows. I was most tired. I was still tired, but I also felt uh, more low self esteem than normal because of the weed. And uh, so I was a little, I was a little woozy, but it was a fun show. It was really fun. Um, I felt like I was a little high still, which I've never at never. I don't ever do that before the show, even though it was like seven hours before. Mm-hmm. But I, but it, but it actually kind of like I'm I'm against doing anything before a show. But 
Occasionally, if you're a little high, it can kind of make it a little fun. You know what I mean? But I'm overall against that before a show. You know. I remember Tom Green said the first show he did where he wasn't drunk, he was like, oh, wow, you mean I can have clear thoughts and be in charge? Like, yeah, it was right. like a revelation to him. Yeah, you know? yeah. I spent a long time when I started. You know, I don't drink anymore, but I used to drink, and I, I would do every substance on stage, and I'm so, like against that now you know what mm-hmm. i mean I, I truly believe when you're on stage you want to be first of all you definitely don't want to be ha- i mean you want to have fun but you don't want to be happy for other reasons you mm-hmm. know what i mean you don't want to be like high or happy or like you want to be yourself your like miserable self <laughs> and then you really want i mean it sounds corny but you really want the high to come from the show you're gotcha. high already right right you're not as dependent on the show <laughs> Making giving you a natural high, so you're not as uh, mm-hmm. I don't know eager or something to do as well or care as much. Well, you that's, know? that's interesting, yeah. And as I was telling you, like when I listen to not just that potty do it, Joe, but when I listen to Tuesdays with Stories and being Joe's neighbor, he talks about you so much, mm-hmm. and so I feel like I I know you, like I know that sometimes you leave your door unlocked. <laughs> I know that you recently went to the wrong Fifth Avenue when you went to see Alan. Oh God! And he thought, how stupid can you be? And that it's just like uh, all that stuff. So you don't even know how much he's talking about you, do you? You have no idea. I mean, I assume he talks about me sometimes, but uh, I mean, I, I used to listen to the podcast, but I, I just see him too much. Once you see someone, you can't. You can't like listen to the podcast anymore, you know. I remember one time, so right a couple of years ago, I was just becoming friends with Joe, and I was walking to um, a comedy club, maybe to see him. I guess he was on the stage. I remember I was listening to his podcast. And he was talking about how he had to pay a lot to get some like uh, teeth repaired, you know. But I was like, God, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. At least you're sorry. Ah, uh, um, repaired teeth, teeth repair stuff. Mm-hmm. And I listened to him talk about it for like 45 minutes on the podcast, some like dental emergency. And then I got to the club and he was outside and then he told me all about the dental emergency in person. And then I saw him then go on stage and do a bit about the dental emergency. So I was like, this is too much. I've seen that. I've seen this experience now in three different mediums, (laughs) podcasts, real life and stand up comedy. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you know, once you if you're friends with someone, you don't you know, it's it's tough to like. You know, right. So um, interesting. You come out of Louisville, mm-hmm. and do you say Louisville or Louisville? Uh, Louisville, Louisville. But I don't. I was talking about. I was talking about the other day. I'm not big into the whole like uh, accent shaming of towns. You know right. what I mean? I don't get it because it's like. I mean, I get like if you're like Illinois. You know, that's the S is silent. But like. A lot of towns they do this. I was just in Oregon, and they're like, "You got to say Oregon, not yeah. Oregon, or whatever." And I'm All like, right. "Yeah, but people have different accents, mm-hmm. so it's like <laughs> you can't really like. Uh, how can you tell? Like, everyone has a different accent. And an accent you emphasize different things, so there is no objective way to pronounce something. Is it is there? interesting though on the East Coast though that they say not just Oregon but Nevada, like very Spanish. Really? And yeah, they say Nevada, and then they get mad. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's like to me. <clears throat> Giving someone crap for pronouncing something differently. It's like if someone's like from England and then they mm-hmm. say it like Tennessee with a British accent, like it's not pronounced that way. Mm-hmm. And then like do it in an American accent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like, you know, whatever. Right. But uh So how do sorry, you great to be here in San Francisco <laughs> and uh <laughs> Well, it's funny because like people will say like don't say Frisco and don't say San Fran and I'm like, I've lived here my whole life, I say San Fran. Why not? 
It's bad? I, I, I don't know. I've been posting every day shows at San Fran. Is that I, bad? I'm, I'm okay with San Fran. Like, Sam always calls it SF. And, like, we don't, I mean, it's on the Giants hat and the Niner helmet. I'm like, SF makes sense as well. So when you go from Louisville, when did you make the move to say, all right, I'm going and work in the village and Gotham and the Strip and all that? Uh, I think I, I'd stayed in Louisville for a while. I think I'd been there, like, maybe doing comedy. Uh, Louisville and the road. You know, I, I was mm-hmm. Louisville's a good hub for the road. So I, I really started – every comic either starts in, like, a big city or they start kind of doing the road, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just started on the road. And uh, um, about eight years in, maybe, eight or nine, I, I moved to New York once I had uh, enough money saved up. Um, I started opening uh, – the only reason I really moved – I never had a lot of money from stand-up, but then I started opening for Kathleen Madigan. You know mm-hmm. her? She's yeah. great comic. Been on the show, yeah. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a real, like, mentor to me starting. But uh, opening for her a bunch gave me, like, the money to finally move. So uh, that was kind of the big, you know, for me, allowed me to Somebody to has to kind of take you on the road. Like, I know Mark said it was Tom Papa. He was like, and then, of course, he, and then Amy was like, Amy, yeah, saw, right? Amy saw one joke, and she's like, you should come on the road for me. You never know, and... Someone's going to see it. We have to go to a break, but real quick, uh, who uh, wrecked you for uh, Esty at the cellar? Uh, I think Sam, yeah. Don't you need two, or is it just one now? Maybe like Mark, too, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. Not for, I don't actually fully know. I think it's Sam and maybe someone else. Uh-huh. I can't remember, yeah. Very cool. All right, we will take a quick break. We'll come on back with Ron on Hirschberg. He is at the Punchline down here on Battery Street. Shows tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Come on back. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now, and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 
That's 800-788-1495. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I mean, didn't you, didn't you notice on the plane when you started talking, eventually I started reading the vomit bag? Didn't that give you some sort of clue, like, hey, maybe this guy's not enjoying it? sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Ron on Hirschberg is with us and he is headlining at the punchline. And like a lot of his friends, he's going to get to the point where he's going to be doing theaters, not to jinx you, but I, <laughs> I, I think that you, and it's kind of bittersweet for me because I miss not having like Nikki and Eliza, whoever. Right, right. But now right. they're too big. So, I'll, I mean, congratulations on their success, but then now well, they get, don't have to do press anymore. You get me, the next generation. <laughs> That's even exactly though, right. Even though I think I'm older than all of them. <laughs> and I, 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 <laughs> I don't know if I'm older than Nikki. How old are you? I'm older than Sam. Uh, I'm 39. 39, and that's what Mark is, right? Or? Yeah, I think I'm Mark, Mark's age. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's 41. Joe's 58 or something, yeah. <laughs> It's funny, they always use that as the old guy uh, number, and that's what I am, I'm 58. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, eight's a funny sound, right? Eight. Yes. That's the uh, thing about words like that, you know? That's a funny word. Oh, uh, yeah, with numbers, I don't know, I don't know, for me, numbers, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't get into it to this, like, I'm not, like, sign, like, ah! <laughs> Jesus. I feel really bad. Is this, is this a problem that happens other times? I'm really sorry. Um, It, it happens, but usually... They stop. Usually they stop or they they don't they're not I mean you actually have a conscience so I mean I like the fact that you're like oh no well you know it's it's just so tough because you're doing podcasts which where you're supposed to say the worst stuff all the time I understand, yeah. it's really hard to, and on stage too it's like being a comedian and then having to hang out with your nephews <laughs> and you're just you know, <laughs> that's what radio is it's <laughs> right well um, but uh, oh, 
Uh-oh. Uh, is that good? Oh, you're back. Okay. I'm just messing everything up. <laughs> Am I going to get like an FCC violate? Am I going to get sued? <laughs> My boss is going to say, yeah, that uh, Raymond Hirschkorn, I don't want him anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, wait, what was I talking about? Uh, uh, swearing. No, before that. Nephews. No, before um, that. Wait. Getting uh, pegged. Old. Old. <laughs> That's the one. Of course, in San Francisco, you're allowed to say that on the radio. <laughs> well, you're very you, <laughs> you're very open about that. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember what I was saying, but whatever mm-hmm. I was saying, I, I agree with what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Beagle. Oh, numbers, numbers. Oh. Eight and two are, are t- tend to be the funnier numbers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not like Seinfeld who talks about this for like four hours. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that. I don't think it's that important. Right. But like... Uh, but like eight and two tend to be the funniest numbers. And then sometimes with the exact word that works, and I remember Mark telling me when he was on Tonight Show and he was talking about you know being a bedwetter and and he said that his friends after a slumber party, you know they he the, the friend said what happened to the mattress and Mark goes looks like somebody spilled a cup of piss. Yeah. And they said, you have to say urine. And he goes, that's not funny if I say cup of urine. I might get a chuckle. He goes, I got to say piss. Yeah. It's like in that word. And that's why it's sort of tried and true. And people have worked like what word works. And it's just maybe a glance, all that stuff you work on for your hour, right? Right. And with that, it's, I mean, like, yeah, piss is a funnier sound. It gets to it quicker. It gets to the the joke quicker, you know, which Mm -hmm. is important, you know. But it's also like a contrast because you're trying to be like, you're trying to not say something embarrassing. Oh, a cup of, but then you need the most embarrassing way to say it. <laughs> Urine is not as embarrassing. You right. need like the most, you're, it, it's the contrast between trying to be um, subtle about it and not embarrassing and then saying the most vulgar, you know, <laughs> word to, right. you know, so that, that, that's, you know, that works for a bunch of different reasons. Um but yeah, I mean, the, a word is definitely, you know, so words are definitely important. But also, you know, I also think it's it's important to not always be frozen, um, comp- always like f- married uh, to it, married to each word. I, yeah. You know, I think for me, it's different. There's different types of comics. Some comics, um, I mean, to me, there's basically two types of comics and everyone is on the spectrum between the two. It's the <laughs> comics who... Or make it clear they're telling a joke, and the comics who are hiding that fact, you know. Mm-hmm. And every comedian has elements of both. Right. But like for me, I try to, hard to act like I'm not telling a joke. Right. And for that, you kind of want to convey the emotions more so than the um, anything else. Mm-hmm. And the best way to sometimes convey the emotion is not being married to words, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I mean, you have to be married to words a little, but you can't just say anything. But you want to have some freedom to convey the, um, you know. The, the the emotion in the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And I think that you're very good at your delivery and you don't even sometimes smile. You let it go like you didn't mean it. And I hate when comedians, it's okay to chuckle or smile, but when comedians laugh at their own jokes and then just laugh and, and then it's sort of telling the audience, it's like an applause sign. Well, I'm laughing, so you should laugh. Oh, that's good to hear. I actually yeah. feel like I do that too much. But. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I think you, you pull it off well. But, you know, we're talking about working on stuff. I like it when... Like that Tuesday night show at the Fat Black, the Hot Soup, Mark show. Yeah, yeah. I, last time I went last year, it was Sam was there, and I thought, oh wow, you know, because I didn't think I'd see him. But he comes out, you know, with a piece of paper, <clears throat> working on stuff. You know, Chris Rock at the cellar will say, "Make your expectations come down," yeah, because yeah. I'm working on stuff. 
which I like. But I, it's funny. I was at the store last year in L.A., and Sierra Tiana, who's been in here twice, I love Sarah, she came out, and it was awesome because she said, I'm going to try something. You ever notice that certain superheroes are like certain countries? And she did too, and the whole audience, we were like, what? And she went, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> like, I, it's cool to see somebody try something and just see it bomb and then see them rip it up. It's the whole process, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely, uh, uh, you know, not always, but I like to let the audience know if it's something I'm working on sometimes. I think it's okay, especially if you're saying it for the first time. I When I, when I headline, not always, but definitely in the beginning when I'm building a new hour, I definitely have a section where I'm just reading stuff. I, I don't I make sure I don't have it be the whole show, but I have like it's almost like a segment mm-hmm. um, where I try out some very new stuff. And I think it's OK for me. Some people are like, never say you're doing new. But for me, it's like it's really hard doing new stuff. And I want a supportive <laughs> environment. It's like a it's like a baby being born. You don't you don't want a harsh, cruel. You want it to mm-hmm. be a little. So I, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. People can see you looking at the stool and being like, uh, what now, you know? Yeah, it's also good to have the save. It's good if a joke doesn't work to be like, all right, I'll never mm-hmm. try that again. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't mind the, those creating that kind of environment for, for very new stuff. You know what I mean? I remember be, seeing uh, Jeselnik in the OR at the comedy store and he, the original room, and he would just do a check and he would go, okay, okay. And then no one laughed and he goes, I'm keeping it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good to have, you know, it's it's good to have uh, that. Uh, I mean, it's a lot better to present that at first than what a lot of comics do, which is say a new joke that doesn't work and then admit that it was new. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, uh, isn't it bizarre? Which like, I also do. I do that too. Uh-huh. I have every bad instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I always think it's interesting, like, you could do the 7.30 show and the 9.30 show, one kills one's crickets or like you'll be at the vu and you'll come upstairs and you're like i they just crushed with these same jokes right 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 i always think it's interesting when an audience is just completely dead and i just wonder like what it, it, there's no way to really figure that out can you yeah i mean it always <laughs> feels personal um though it's for the most part not i mean sometimes it is sometimes mm-hmm. you're like everyone in this audience is kind of uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 sometimes if you're doing certain rooms, some people, if you look down at comedy or you think you're above it, mm. it's typically a, a sign that you're not that intelligent because <laughs> it's actually very hard and mm-hmm. people are dumb. And like, That's easy. I don't care. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's, it's actually at the, sometimes it's in the redneckiest places where they're like, <laughs> make me laugh. I'm better than you. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. they're just dumb and they don't realize uh it's hard. It's also stand-up is an art form where to be good at it, you have to make it look really easy. All right. So the better you are, the more the audience can be convinced it doesn't take a lot right. of skill. It's just like throwing a touchdown pass or hitting a home run. Yeah. You're like, that looks so easy. Easy. Like, you can't do it. And stand-up also, I feel like comedians, more so than other art forms, kind of have to seem a little populist or blue collar not always but you kind of you can't act too smart you know what i mean you almost have to act like it's not an art (laughs) no (laughs) it's true and that's why you know like i'll i try to inject comedy into sports talk and i was doing the a's and the raiders pre and post game show i'll try to say something funny just because i love comedy and some people will be like why don't you try stand up i'm like no 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 i don't have jokes i don't have bits um I'll think I might be witty someday, but that's a completely different thing than going up there and making strangers laugh. That's nothing 
to which I aspire. Well, yeah, the the thing that makes people do comedy has nothing to do with whether they're good at it. It's just a desire to to do it. Mm-hmm. That's right. why you see you see really bad comics. You're like, how did they start doing comedy? I'm funnier than them. It's like, no, no, no they just want it. They have the desire to do it. <laughs> it, it. It's not it's not courage. People are like, it's a lot of courage. It's not courage. It's and it's not like, how do you do that? I'd be so nervous. They're nervous too. Their narcissism. Our narcissism mm. outweighs our nervousness. You got to have a little ham to do anything like this. Well, yeah, yeah, it's also the fear of not being in the spotlight is greater than the fear of being <laughs> in the spotlight. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, but comedy is is yeah, it, it's hard. I I always call comedy. I think it's like, um, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I think comedy is one of the hardest art forms, but I also think it's the art form that takes the least amount of natural talent. which is also what makes it the hardest you don't have to really have any you don't have to really be good at anything you know Mm -hmm. i'm actually terrible at (laughs) pretty much any other you do have to be smart and i gotta cut you off because we gotta run to a break everyone see ron on hirschberg at the punchline he's got a show tonight two tomorrow two saturday i'm telling you this guy is really really good thanks so much for coming in man it was so great all right i'm rick tittle come on back Progressive asks, what do a middle school slumber party? <laughs> Let's stay up all night. Yeah! yeah. A sleep-deprived girl. <sighs> an early morning paper route. And a poorly thrown, rolled-up newspaper have in common? Hey, my window! They can become a fast-breaking news story. Sorry, Mr. Thompson! Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings and round-the-clock protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers not available in all states or situations. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 
That's 800-943-2153. Hey, I'm Chelsea, and a little thing I like about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Deluxe Sandwich is, I think it's just a perfect combination of ingredients. The pepper jack cheese and that spiciness of the sandwich. It's the right type of spice and the right amount of spice. It's crunchy on the outside, but then really tender on the inside. And then, obviously, the pickles on the bottom are iconic. There are too many things I like about it. I don't know if I can finish the thought. Bring on the spice and order the Chick-fil-A Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonial. I mean, didn't you, didn't you notice on the plane when you started talking, eventually I started reading the vomit bag? Didn't that give you some sort of clue? Like, hey, maybe this guy's not enjoying it. sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Man, that hurts my feelings so bad. That gets me right here in my... All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in and get heard wherever you might have me listening in this great land of ours. Uh, I need to talk to J.D. Sharp one more time, and we will, because we'll probably have Carmine Marino in the pro-wagering slot in uh tomorrow but i just think about the one thing i think the niners have going with them and i mentioned you know Jawan jennings and secret weapons and you know having more talent and all that but this game won't be so much about andy reed winning it'll be about kyle losing yet again if he loses i think he is under the most pressure of anyone way more than brock purdy or all this other stuff but he has been either the play caller as the offensive coordinator or the head coach to two of the largest blown leads in Super Bowl history. And, you know, look, he's only 44 years old. He's the head coach in his second Super Bowl. He's a great offensive mind. His teams average more yards per play and more yards per pass than any coach in NFL history, believe it or not, minimum 100 games. He took a guy like Brock Purdy, and that was the guy who managed to guide his team to these historic levels of uh, offense and efficiency. Right? It wasn't some kind of phenom quarterback. But Shanahan put Purdy in a position. It was a win-win. You have to have talent, but you have to have the coach. And he put Purdy in a position to set an NFL record for yards per pass attempt in a season 96 That is the all-time record. He broke Matt Ryan's record from eight years ago when Shanahan was Ryan's OC. And Shanahan, I love misdirection as an offensive coordinator. I would have my quarterback when I coached in high school always spin on the opposite leg because it's something that I did when I played. That's what I learned. 
and that is if you come under center and let's say your running back's going to go through the two hole or on the right in the gap between the center and the guard, you take the snap, you pivot on your right foot, and you come all the way around a half turn, and you will meet the guy right on time instead of just taking the snap, turning to the right, and handing it to him. Because what that does, when you look the other way, even if it's just a jab step, those backers and DBs will take a step that way. Be like, oh, something's going on over there. No, it's not. And um, Shanahan doesn't do that on every play, but he is very good at deception and you know creating mismatches and stuff. This is why he gets a guy like Juszczyk running a wheel route, being open 38 yards down the field. And... I mean, if you think about his disciples, one of them, Mike McDaniel, what he did in, and and Kyle said, I don't know what I'm going to do without Mike McDaniel. Well, that's high praise, but he did fine without him. (laughs) And then also Bobby Slowick with Houston. Look what he's done with C.J. Stroud. That's another Shanahan guy. And I think a lot of teams, I don't know if he didn't interview well, but I'm more shocked, obviously, that Bobby Slowick didn't get a job than Bill Belichick. But Shanahan is a very good chess player, and you know, on any given play, you could see McCaffrey line up a wide receiver, or as I said, Juszczyk or Debo Samuel line up at tailback, and then Kittle's in the slot, and a lot of times that's overcoaching. And I think he took what his dad did, which I hated, because Mike Shanahan would do all that stuff with no purpose behind it. Because I watched him when he was head coach of the Raiders. Why are all those guys doing all this crazy stuff? Going in motion, lining up here, trips right, no trips left, no Delaware double wing, no, now it's double tight. Like, what are we doing on the same play? I think Kyle, as a former college wide receiver, I think he realized what the useless movements won and what some of them were. So he still has some crazy stuff like that, but there's a purpose to it, unlike, I think, Mike Shanahan Sometimes did it just because he was overcoaching. It's my opinion. It's my show. But it's also the reason that Shanahan faces a lot of scrutiny when his teams fall short. And the two primary um, stories on him, or the kids would say the narratives, is he can't come from behind in the fourth quarter and he can't protect a big lead. Well, we we put that first one to bed because the Niners were 0-31 under Shanahan when trailing by at least five points entering the fourth quarter. That's not much. That's less than a touchdown without a PAT, right? Well, the Packers were ahead by seven going into the fourth, and the Niners won. And then, of course, at halftime, down 17 to Detroit, which was running rampant. And, yes, Dan Campbell helped by not uh, going for it. Uh, is it Dan Campbell? Yes. By not going, by by going for it, I should say twice when he should have kicked field goals. But that was the uh, only one other time had Shanahan come back more than the seven years he's been with the Niners. But the biggest difference between the Niners then and now, you could say, is Purdy. Very calmly leads San Francisco down the field, not flashy, and uh, Shanahan is more experienced now, and the Niners have benefited from two inexperienced 
young teams in the Packers and the Lions, and they flipped the switch on some of those trends I was just mentioning. And the Niners have two touchdowns on five fourth-quarter drives this postseason compared to two touchdowns on their last 25 fourth-quarter drives in the previous four playoff runs. So now the other um, thing about Shanahan not being able to hold the lead, yes, he was play caller for three of the six uh, largest blown fourth quarter leads in the playoffs since 2016. We know about the Falcons and the Patriots, 28 to 3. Oof. We know about the Niners double digits fourth quarter leads to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and the double digit lead against the Rams in the 2021 NFC Championship game. And if anyone can challenge Shanahan late in the game, it's Patrick Mahomes because he is the comeback artist. I remember a game at the Coliseum where Mahomes, he might have been a rookie. He threw four touchdown passes before I could walk to get popcorn in the press box and sit back down. It's like, what happened? It was like four touchdown passes in like 11 plays. <laughs> it's just like, I thought the Raiders were winning. It was like, no. Um, but he has a four and two record when trailing by at least 10 mentioned a couple of those are pretty recent. Uh, the rest of the NFL, um, trailing by 10 in the playoffs, uh, and it's uh, eight and 55 in the last six years. So Shanahan's late game play calling has taken a large share of the blame, obviously, but if the Niners are going to avoid more heartbreak and Super Bowl 58, Shanahan also has to maximize their scoring opportunities. It's the same old thing. Finish your drives, get a touchdown. The 49ers have one touchdown on 29 drives in the final six minutes of either half in the playoffs under Shanahan. I repeat, one touchdown on 29 drives. And I think maybe the Niners get into the trouble when they try to end the first half by trying to lap the opponent, that whole thing about... You know, Shanahan get the ball to start the second half and then bleed the clock at the end of the first half and score points without the opponent touching the ball. It sounds great in theory, but too many times you kick off like you do to Green Bay and they march down and score a touchdown. And it doesn't really matter uh, at that point. So, look, Dan Quinn doesn't get the blame for what Shanahan did in Super Bowl 51, but he was calling the plays. 28-3, his one regret was, I wish I didn't call that play on second and 11 to lead to that sack. The sack he was referring to was second 11 on the Patriots 23 with 3.56 left in the game. They had an eight-point lead. If the Falcons just run three times, there's no loss outside of what, maybe a yard. The guy gets tackled in the backfield. And then you kick a field goal, and now it's 11 point game with three minutes to play instead on second down he got sacked and then there was holding they put it back more and then an incompletion and they're out of field goal range and the rest is history bad history good history if you like the patriots right it's also fair to question a third and one call with a 28-12 lead in the fourth quarter that resulted in Dante Hightower's sack fumble, which the Patriots cashed in on for eight points. All in all, with the Patriots going up 28-3, they ran 12 pass plays 
and four run plays. Now the Falcons defense allowed four touchdowns and one field goal in the final five drives, and Atlanta never touched the ball in overtime. But some of those plays were head scratchers. And then you think about opting to take a knee over trying to add more points in the divisional round against the Vikings five years ago. They were up 14-10 to 10 over Minnesota in the second quarter. They had the ball on their own 25-yard line with 31 seconds left and one timeout. Jimmy Garoppolo had thrown an interception on the previous play, which Minnesota cashed in for three points. So Shanahan was content taking a four-point lead into the half. They kneeled down with 31 seconds and one timeout left at its own 25. There was a reasonable chance that the Niners could have got a field goal. Since 2000, 23% of drives starting with one timeout with 25 seconds left in the half, they scored 23% of the times. So, look, it's all scrutiny, and you're not there when it's all, you know, very stressful. But, you know, not using any timeouts before halftime in Super Bowl 54 against the Chiefs. It was 10-10 to 10 in the second quarter. The, the Niners had the ball in their own 20 with 59 seconds left, all three timeouts. He didn't use any of them. And Fox cameras panned to John Lynch in the suite, remember? And he's going, timeout, timeout, timeout. And Troy Aikman said... Interesting decision by Kyle Shanahan not electing to use a timeout. They'd have about a minute and a half with two timeouts if they'd done it. And now they're down under a minute with all three. And then Shanahan ran it on the first play, ran it on the second play. And then they got to midfield with 20 seconds left. But Kittle was called for offensive pass interference after a 42-yard catch. So... And look, we can go on and on with a lot of other uh, the leads against the Chiefs. Ten-point lead, you know, and Garoppolo overthrowing Debo, and then Garoppolo not finding George Kittle, and then Garoppolo overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders. These are all the things that we will point at if Kyle loses yet again. You can't get it done, can you? And look, that sounds cruel, but that's how people talk. I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. 
Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Thank you very much. My name is Munenori Kawasaki. I'm from Japan. I'm Japanese. Rick Tittle will fight anyone listening to this. Like, not so fast. 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. I remember when I was in Philly a few years ago, I was staying at the Rittenhouse Hotel in uh, Rittenhouse Square, and it said, you know, the 1951 NFL draft was in this hotel. I was like, wow, really? Well, 88 years ago today was the first ever NFL draft in Philadelphia. I wonder if it was at that hotel. Nine teams picked 81 players. The first ever NFL pick in history. The Eagles took University of Chicago running back Jay Burwanger, who had just won the first ever Heisman Trophy. Burwanger never played a down in the NFL because he asked for $1,000 a game. <laughs> Every other player got $50 a game. He said, I want $1,000 a game. Can you imagine how much? You could buy a house for that, probably. Um, Then the Eagles gave up, traded his right to the Bears. He still told the Bears, I need $1,000. 
The Bears almost signed him, but they said, screw it. So Burwanger took a job at a Chicago rubber company, not that type of rubber, and never played in the NFL. I won $1,000. Wow. That's actually very interesting. I'm Rick Tittle. We have another hour. Come on back on Sports Byline. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Former President Trump's legal team is arguing the U.S. Constitution's insurrection clause does not necessarily apply to the President of the United States. Trump's lawyers reject the premise he was ever involved in an insurrection anyway, but beyond that, they say the Civil War era clause of the 14th Amendment being used against Trump only applies to lower elected or appointed officials like congressmen, senators, and cabinet secretaries, not presidents. U.S. Supreme Court justices are set to hear arguments today in a case brought by the state of Colorado, which calls for Trump to be removed from that state's ballot over his actions preceding the January 6th U.S. Capitol riots. New Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson is promising to deliver results following the failure of a GOP-led effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. We have a duty and a responsibility to take care of this issue. We have to hold the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security accountable. Just enough Republican lawmakers defected to join Democrats in defeating the measure. The investigation into President Biden's handling of classified documents has ended, and it's unlikely the president will face charges. On Wednesday, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland informed Congress that special counsel Robert Hur's investigation was complete. The probe began not long after it was uncovered. There were still Obama-Biden administration-era documents stored at the Penn-Biden Center and at Biden's home in Delaware. Security is tight in Las Vegas. Our Office of Intelligence and Analysis, alongside the FBI, has been assessing the threat landscape leading up to the Super Bowl. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas right there announcing federal security efforts alongside local police efforts in Las Vegas Wednesday. The head of his Super Bowl halftime appearance, Usher, announcing new tour dates. It'll start in Washington, D.C. in August. This is USA News. Every day, our brave military men and women, along with their families, make tremendous sacrifices for our freedom. Patriotic Hearts, a nonprofit organization, is dedicated to supporting these heroes and their families in their times of need. By donating your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts, you'll be supporting job transition and job fair programs, veteran entrepreneurship, counseling, and retreats for combat veterans and their spouses. Call 800-804-7211. You'll receive a tax deduction and we'll arrange a free pickup at your convenience. Imagine the difference you can make in the lives of those who have given so much for our country. Your car donation will directly impact military families, veterans, providing them with the support they desperately need. Call 800-804-7211. You can become a part of something bigger. Join us in our mission to uplift and honor our military community. Call 800-804-7211 to donate your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts.
The U.S. launching a deadly airstrike in Iraq, killing a top commander of Hezbollah. The leader of a militia group supported by Iran, known as Qatayab Hezbollah, was killed in a U.S. drone strike in Baghdad. The action was taken in response to an attack on American forces in Jordan, which resulted in the death of three service members and injuries to many others. U.S. officials assert that the commander played a direct role in planning and executing attacks against U.S. troops following the onset of the Israel-Hamas conflict in October. I'm John Schaefer. Following the failure on compromised border security and foreign aid legislation, Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer reportedly intends to try and pass the foreign aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan separately. The plan is to force an up-and-down floor vote in the Senate on the bill, which would be entered into the voting record. It's still unclear if Schumer would have enough votes to actually pass the bill, though. President Biden attributes the collapse of the Senate border deal to... Donald Trump. Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't even know it helps the, the, the country. He's not for it. He accused Trump of using threats and intimidation tactics, pressure Republican lawmakers into voting against the bill. In the town of Willits, California, a woman named Edith Cesarelli is commemorating her 116th birthday. According to the Gerontology Research Group, she holds the title of the oldest living person in the United States. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline ticket, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Hour three is underway. Scheduled appeared J.D. Sharp, Eric Christensen, and Alex Singleton. The list of highest-paid athletes for the last year came out, 2023. Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, made his move to a Saudi soccer team, was number one. This is with endorsements, too. 
$275 million Cristiano Ronaldo received last year. Rounding out the top 10, John Rahm, the golfer, $203 million. Lionel Messi, $130 million. LeBron James, $126. Kylian Mbappe, the great Paris Saint-Germain and French striker, $125 million. Uh, Neymar, the Brazilian soccer player, $121 million. Sixth place. Then Steph Curry, $99 million last year. Giannis Antetokounmpo, $88 million. Kevin Durant, $87 million. And then Patrick Mahomes, $84 million. So if you look at the top 100, the NBA has the most with 40 players. Then the NFL was 16, MLB 13, soccer 11, golf 10, boxing 6, F1 2, and tennis 2. The top 100 earned $5.4 billion with uh, four-fifths of that coming on salary and then $1.2 billion coming on endorsements. The youngest on the list was Carlos Alcaraz, of course, the great tennis player, 20 years old. He ranked 56 with 42 million. The oldest was 48-year-old Tiger Woods. He was 14th on the list at 77 million. And in the top 100, for the first time, Sportico started making this list. There was no woman ever. Well, no woman this year, I should say. And that's because Serena Williams retired. She was the one holding down the fort for female athletes. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY, as I mentioned, is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get it on in and get it heard wherever you might be listening in this fantastic great land of ours. Uh, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. I am Rick Tittle, so come on back. Looking for a cruise vacation? Cruise.com is offering its exclusive sale of the year to all listeners to this station. Every major cruise line, including Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Princess, MSC, and more, are on sale now. Call 1-800-430-7924 and book one of these deals while supplies last. Cruises start from as low as $39 per person per day. There isn't a better vacation value to places like Alaska, Europe, the Caribbean, South America, and more. Call one of the largest cruise specialists in the world at 1-800-430-7924. We'll find you a vacation that includes drinks, Wi-Fi, excursions, and more. Call 1-800-430-7924. Again, that's 1-800-430-7924. Space is limited. Don't miss your opportunity to book the best deal of the year. That's 1-800-430-7924. Sponsored by Cruise.com. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com. And you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at betus.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. I am so excited to be back on the Rick Peters Show. Thank you for that. Welcome back. Hour three underway. Nice to have you with us. 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up, uh, Alex Singleton, linebacker. Don't forget, tomorrow on the show, we'll have Adam Thielen and uh, Puka Nakua, a couple of wide receivers there as well. But we are joined by J.D. Sharp, ProWagering and uh, ProWagering.com. They do the research, and uh, we've been talking with J.D. all week, who's uh, very much um, high on the 49ers, getting it done on Sunday. J.D., when you look at... You know, Kyle Shanahan, and of course he wasn't the head coach of the Falcons, but, you know, he was the guy that called 12 passes and four runs, and he let double digits get away in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. He let double digits get away when they were playing the Rams in the NFC Championship game. So the whole adage that he couldn't come back in the fourth quarter, well, that was destroyed after what happened with Green Bay and um, Detroit. Now the thing is he can't hold a lead. So... It, do you think that Kyle is under the most pressure after losing these uh, Super Bowls and championships to prove that he's not a choke artist? Or do you think that he has learned from his mistakes and bad bounces and now he's he's ready to go? Well, I, I think not only he's learned from his mistakes, I think he has a much better team this year than he's had in quite some time. I know that the Niners' defense is, is getting just a lot of negative publicity right now because they didn't play well against the Packers. They didn't play well against the Lions, but both those teams can beat you in ways that the Chiefs cannot. They have premium running backs. Chiefs don't have that. The Lions have by far the best offensive line in the NFL. Chiefs offensive line is top five. 
it's good, but they also have multiple weapons that caught multiple touchdowns this year, but and not just a tight end and one wide receiver like they have with the Chiefs. They had, you know, Dontavian Wicks, Christian Watson, Tucker Kraft, uh, Sam Laporta, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield. I mean, they're, they're back like that that the Chiefs have is Jerick McKinnon. And he's not playing in this game. And Joe Thune might not be playing in this game as well. So I just think that they have a much better team. Like, you look at that Super Bowl between the, you know, the Chiefs and the, and the Niners in 2019, right? Which was early 2020, right? Right before the pandemic started, basically. And he had, he had Raheem Mostert. I mean, Garoppolo threw two interceptions. Mahomes threw two picks. He also fumbled twice and got both those fumbles back. They had Debo Samuel, had, had Kittle, but did not have Christian McCaffrey, that huge difference maker did not have Brandon Ayuk who has turned out to be a pretty impressive wide receiver and did not have Brock Purdy who has had a much better career than Jimmy Garoppolo could ever dream of having and is much better under pressure one thing that Garoppolo was has never been good at is handling pressure Purdy is the exact opposite of that so I just think that not only has Shanahan learned from it not only is he fired up for this game but you have the fact that he just has better personnel this time around now that being said I did make a hedge today I did a little research um, at, just, the, just the Niners' offensive line, Spencer Burford, John Feliciano, have not played well this year at all. And Chris Jones could have himself one heck of a game if that continues in the Super Bowl. My guess, my guess is that it's not going to, but he's 120 to 1 to win the MVP. So I told my guys, put down one fifth of a unit on Chris Jones to win the MVP, just as a slight hedge. And I've done that with Rishi Rice at 70-1 to 1 and Harrison Butker at 430-1. to 1, You know, So I've got about half a unit out there in hedges with, with MVP for, for Chiefs guys if they win. But, uh, yeah, so I did, I did do that. But, again, here's a stat for you, Rick. What are the odds, what do you think the odds are, that one team scores three times unanswered in this game? I'll say that's 200-1. to 1. The odds that one team scores three times unanswered in this game is minus 190, Rick. Wow. Minus 190. The over-under, we talked about this before, on the biggest lead of the game is 14.5, and, and the under is only minus 120. I mean, this is, this is shaping up like the Niners just blow these guys out of the water because the Chiefs are not scoring three times unanswered on the Niners. It's just not happening. It just will not take place. You know, I, as a Raider fan, I remember John Feliciano from nine years ago. I can't believe that guy is still in the NFL, quite honestly. He, he is. He is. <laughs> you know, he's got the size. He's 6'4", 325, Miami guy, but he just he just isn't that – he just hasn't had that good of a season. Neither has Spencer Burford. So I could see Chris Jones, because he had three pass deflections in that game in 2020, or 2019, whatever you want to say, and he's played really well this season. He's been a big difference maker this season. So if, if the Chiefs are going to win the game, I don't think it's going to be Mahomes. I don't think it's going to be the offense. I think it's going to be the defense. And I think Chris Jones might be the guy. So that's why I took a – and, again, at one-fifth of a hedge, the odds are high enough for me where even if, even if the Chiefs do buy some act of God, win the game, and Jones wins the MVP, my guys still make 10 units on their, you know, on their bets. You know, I think another thing that bodes well for the Niners is that we all saw that nationally televised game, Baltimore and San Francisco, and Brock Purdy couldn't have been worse with four interceptions. And – then in the NFC title game, he throws a pick, and you think, well, here it is. It's Baltimore all over again. And he corrected that, and he came back with some pretty heroic plays. 
in the second half. I, that, that to me, proved a lot because he could have gone into the shell like, oh, I don't belong here. He absolutely could have done that, and that, that, that's, a, that's a really great point. Here's another, here's another little tidbit for you. Caesars. Have you talked to the head, the head guy at Caesars yet or not? Yesterday I did. Okay, so Caesars had arguably their most respected sports better make a humongous wager on the Niners yesterday. And they came out right, and they said, obviously the Niners are the better team if this guy is on this team, because this is like this is like one of the, I'm sure he's probably 65 70%, something along those lines. I mean, just an un- unbelievably talented sports better that when he makes a bet, they move their line based on, based on what he bets, which is why they take his action and, and his big action in the first place. Even, but I've been talking to some pretty big handicappers. I'm in touch with some big handicappers. And they're all, it's, it's crazy to me. These guys know the stats. They know the teams. They know, who's, they, they, they know the scenario. They know everything I know. But they just have this in their brain. I can't bet against Mahomes. I, I'm, I'm telling I'm, I'm, I'm seeing guys with three times more clients than I have, thousands of clients. I can't bet against Mahomes is what they're saying. So it's crazy. So you have public who's all over the Chiefs. Then you have the super sharps who are all over the Niners. Then you have the sharp handicappers that are avoiding the game because of Mahomes. And they're going to go with the over. So I found that to be very interesting. But, again, it just when, – when not only the public but a lot of the sharp money is, is either on the Chiefs or is avoiding the game entirely from a side perspective or a money line perspective because they're just not sure, that bodes really, really well for the super sharps in my opinion. I, I can understand people avoiding the game because – if you bet on the Niners and you lose, and they go, well, how could you bet against Patrick Mahomes? You know, there's just always somebody's going to say something like that. Let me throw this exactly. one at yeah. Let me throw this one at you before we let you go. Um, I saw speaking of um, Caesars a plus two hundred on the game ending on a quarterback kneel. I get I get more of an impression this game is going to end on a hail mary than a kneel. But I mean, look, circumstances what they are. You could have a team go for it on fourth down and turn it over with twenty seconds left, and there could be a kneel. So we don't know. But would you? What do you think about a plus two hundred on that? Well, I think that tells me that Shanahan, if he's got a big lead, he's not going to kneel it out. He's going to he's going to score as many points as he can to prove a point. That's what I think on that one. I think that what, whether they have a big lead or not, he doesn't care. He's hurt enough. He's, you know what I mean. He's he has something to prove, and so I think he's going to try to run the score up. That's what I hear. When, when I based on what I know about the game, and I hear that stat because that number should be probably one minus one seventy five or minus two hundred, considering the circumstances. Last one, real quick. Total number of players to throw a pass over two and a half. So in other words, a backup quarterback or maybe a halfback type of pass. That's a plus one sixty. What do you think? I think that's probably a good. I, I think that the Chiefs, the Niners probably won't do that. But, I mean, Ayuk does have a good arm. He was a quarterback in high school. But the Chiefs, that, that screams to me like one of those Chiefs trick plays. Uh, maybe Kelsey throws a lateral when he can't. Maybe they have a play where they throw it to Kelsey on a long third down and he laterals it to someone. Does a lateral count? I'm sure it does, right? As a thrown pass? Uh, no, lateral's a backwards pass. But I got to run. J.D. Sharp, All Pro right. Wagering, ProWagering.com. Good stuff, man. Enjoy the game. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline with Eric Christensen.
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law, and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You see that lovely lady there? She does go to Auburn. I want to admit that. But she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? Wow, I'm telling you, quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. Ah, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, A.J.'s doing some, some things right down the So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pop. Wow. Look at her. If you could see me right now, I'd be called for illegal use of the hand. Oh, for God's sake!
I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome Eric Christensen to the show, and he's here from College Sports Communicators talk about the academic All-Americans. First of all, Eric, I'm of uh, Danish heritage, and I'm seeing Eric with a K and a S-O-N. I'm saying, I'm guessing you're Swedish. You are not far off, Rick. Mostly Norwegian. Got a little bit of Swede and Dane in me as well. So, uh, greetings from a Scandinavian cousin. Wow, you are a Viking. You got everybody. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Well, let's talk about, um, first of all, I mentioned college sports communicators. That's kind of a newfangled name on what you guys do, right? Yeah, we rebranded recently to college sports communicators. For a long time, people knew us as the college sports information directors of America. We had a long, rich history. What we found, though, was that as communications has drastically changed, uh, we needed to update our name and our and our brand as well uh, to show that is. It is certainly sports information, but it's all forms of communications now, digital, social, creative, video, infographics, media relations, all of those things. As we support college sports, we felt like we needed to to update and, and move forward in that way. You know, I was thinking about how hard it is to – I played Division Two football, so I never played on TV with that type of pressure, but I know that I had very little time – to study. And so I, I do bow down to all the athletes who are able to reach this high status. But to me, especially football, the blood, sweat and tears and practice is over. It's dark. You need a shower. You're hungry. And the last thing you're thinking about is homework. Yeah, we're, we're, we're super excited, uh, Rick, about the Super Bowl and both starting quarterbacks being academic All-Americans. And you're exactly right. You know, being a student athlete um, is, is an incredible experience and you know student athletes really learn time management how to how to be on a team you know work with other people and those that you know ascend to those highest levels the best of the best in their sport and in their studies you know that's what we do we we celebrate them and it's really cool to see that that's going to be on display on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm always uh, amazed, too, when it's a standout guy. Like, I'm looking at Roma Dunze from Washington. This guy is going to be a top 15 pick. He's a fantastic wide receiver. And I'm al- I always think it's going to be somebody I never heard of because I figure, like, the guys who are really good. Um, but one of the reasons they're really good is because they, they know how to get her done, huh? That's exactly right. You know, Rick, I think we both know that there's a little bit of a perception still, I think, about that. That, that athletes aren't always good students. And you know what? That's just not true at all. And, and, and so you think about our latest class of the academic All-Americans in, in football with Roma Dunze, and then, then you think about what everyone's going to see on a global stage this Sunday, um, you know, is, is really incredible. Well, I mean, let's bring that up because both Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy are former academic All-Americans, and the only other time that happened in the Super Bowl is, as you know, is Drew Brees and Peyton Manning some some 14 years ago, and uh, I'm sure that's something that makes you guys feel <laughs> you got a big smile, don't you? We really do. We're really excited about that. It's, it's something that you know we track closely. Of course, we have very high-profile academic All-Americans. And as you know, most student-athletes are like you and me. You know, we, 
had a great opportunity and 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 enjoyed that experience in college. Didn't necessarily get to play in a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> so to to have the fact that both starting quarterbacks and several other players too um, are competing, you know, in you know what is arguably I think the world's biggest sporting event this this weekend is 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 really special for us and, and really special for for Brock and 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 Patrick and. And all of the other uh, players as well. And, and and as you noted, the only other time this has happened in history was 14 years ago with a guy named Drew and a guy named Peyton. And, and both of those guys were pretty good football players. You know, you mentioned the perception of athletes not being uh, smart. And I was a football player who majored in communication. So uh, I was automatically sort of put in that <laughs> stereotype. But my favorite backhand compliment I ever got in college was, a girl in my class asked me if I was going to go to the game on Saturday, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm number 12. And she said, you're on the team? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, you don't seem stupid enough to be a football player. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, thanks, right. Yeah, that's, you know, that's that, that's that perception piece, Rick, that we, we just talked about. You know, that there's, you know, there's a, I would call it a myth, really, that exists, you know, of sort of the, you know, kind of the dumb jock and, and, and we know from our program, you know, with academic All-Americans, you know, we know from graduation rates for college student-athletes across the board. I was on staff at the NCA for many years before I moved into this role. And, you know, grad rates for student-athletes exceed those of regular students. And so there's this, this, this myth that persists. And we're just really pleased that we're able to kind of help, help uh, provide a counter message here, a really compelling one this time of the year, you know, as, 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 as Super Bowl Sunday approaches. You know, it's, I like the fact that you guys recognize NAIA as well, because there's a perception that, you know, Division One, Two, Three, and then NAIA, that somehow they're less than. This is an organization that started before World War II that really introduced us to the concept of what March Madness was about. There are a lot of great athletes coming out of NAIA. There, there's some amazing athletes coming coming out of NAIA, and I'm 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 glad that you mentioned that as well. In fact, I was just on an NAIA campus last week as part of my uh, regular outreach, and and met uh, a young man who is a track athlete, an academic All-American who's been invited to the Olympic trials this year. And so, uh, you know, there is amazing athletics happening in the NAIA and across the board in all all three divisions of the NCA. And then we also have members of as part of College Sports Communicators. You know, we're a North American organization now. We have many members that are at two-year schools, and we also have a growing contingent of Canadian members as well. And, and we have all-American teams, even for uh, student-athletes in those categories. Have you ever had, because we've heard before, like, oh, it, I won't say the school, uh, a couple of them, it's like, this guy was a great athlete, and other people were taking the tests for them. Has anybody ever tried to pull the wool over your eyes with this? You know, we used to see that sometimes when I worked at the NCAA. Of course, I think those 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 situations are actually pretty pretty limited, and that's not something that 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 we've experienced at all uh, in in our program. the The vetting process is 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 very diligent. Uh, it, it's our members that are on campuses that are working closely with student athletes and with coaches that are submitting uh, those those nominations. So it's a very um, uh, rigorous uh, vetting process, and then in the process of going through and, and, and voting there as well, uh, you know that's that's something that I think is 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 really um, an exception and not the norm. And you guys too 
don't make exceptions. It's not like, oh, Pat Mahomes is really nice, or Brock Purdy, he seems like a good kid. You have to have a 3-5. You can't round it up. And it's 3-5, and now we can start talking. And then usually you want to get a little higher than that. I mean, you guys are pretty strict, right? Yeah, we have a hard line there, Rick. There's no question about it. And, and you know, there are a lot of situations, you know, that might be right on the line there. But, you know, as, as we all know, um, you, you, you have to have standards. We have them. We hold to them. Uh, we, uh, you know, meet them. And, and, you know, fortunately, there are so many good students that uh, meet that mark, you know, which again, is a high bar, both in terms of their academic performance and they, and they need to be a significant contributor on the field or the court as well. Lastly, um, you know, a lot of times coaches will get, especially in the revenue-producing sports like basketball, men's basketball and football, they'll get called to task by alums or academicians because, quote-unquote, you're not graduating your students. Well, that's not what they were hired for. They were hired to win games. It's really on that young man or that young woman to have the wherewithal to grow up pretty quick and know, especially the ones like I had bad study habits going into college. I had to learn real quick, uh, you know, what to do not to flunk out. And so that's why I really admire these academic All-Americans because no one, they might have a tutor or two, but no one is like holding their hand and giving this to them. Yeah, you're right, Rick. I think, you know, coaches that are that are in the college space really see themselves as educators. But you're right, at the end of the day, student athletes are the ones who are who are doing the work. And yes, they may have some additional resources. Of course, many students have related to, to tutors and study times and all of that. But, you know, still what we're talking about here are the best and brightest young men and women across the board at all levels of college sports who are getting it done on the field and in the classroom. And, and, and we're really proud of them. Well, in this age of NIL and transfer portal and, and now, I don't know, Dartmouth basketball players or employees and unions, the term student athlete, that, that word student still does exist. And it's proved by our guest, Eric Christensen, with the Academic All-Americans from the College Sports Communicators. Eric, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Rick. Really appreciate it. Take care. All right. I'm Rick Tittle, and we will take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. Yeah. Two chains. What's that on that beat? Hope. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Middle finger up to my competition. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. 
If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Hey everyone, it's Joe Montana. Spreading the word about pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can be life-threatening. If you're 65 or older like me, you're at increased risk. So, what's the game plan? A strong defense. Pneumococcal pneumonia can strike at any time in any season, so you shouldn't wait to help protect yourself. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist about vaccination today and learn more at knownemonia.com. That's K-N-O-W pneumonia.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Uh, that hurts my feelings. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome a couple of uh, gentlemen to the show right now, Alex Singleton and Vince Egan. Alex Singleton, as we know, is a linebacker for the Denver Broncos, and uh, Vince Egan <clears throat> is with Special Olympics, and he is an athlete and a health messenger as well, and talking about exclusive health and specifically launching Special Olympics School of Strength Snack Zone Nutrition Campaign. You can find out more online, specialolympics.org slash snack dash zone. Alex, let's start with you. Um, I've been interviewing uh, people from Special Olympics for for a long time, and it's such a rewarding uh, thing. And you think how brave it is for uh, able-bodied people intellectually and developmentally as well to get out there, and it, uh, it it's really inspiring, isn't it? Yeah, I think you know. I think Special Olympics, you know, the grants organizations, they give opportunities. I think. 
involved and you know, give us that opportunity in their entire lives to, you know, use sports as a talent to not only compete, but make friends and get that camaraderie that, you know, everybody else And uh, Vince, uh, School of Strength Snack Zone, that's the first ever nutrition campaign created for Special Olympic athletes. Can you tell us about uh, more what that entails, please? Yeah, uh, I had a great time uh, doing it with my uh, Special Olympic athletes. Uh, uh, Mackenzie and I were having a good time ha- hanging out with Alex. Um, we were the 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 TV crew uh, pr- pretty much on the uh, for the snack zone uh, for uh, the cast and, and we had some other cool uh, athletes share us uh, some cool snacks um, stuff so yeah very cool and I wanted to ask you too Alex about your uh, your Bozeman Bobcats there at Montana State because when I was playing D two in the eighties uh, they were like the one the one double A team and they kept moving up through the ranks and and as you as a Southern California guy how did you end up with Montana State? Yeah, so uh, it was my only offer coming out of high school. So I went on my recruiting trip uh, in the middle of January to Bozeman. I had a you know a thin snowboard jacket and sweatpants. It was minus. <laughs> uh, I remember it was the first time I saw beer get put into the shell. <laughs> so uh, that was that was my uh, uh, one opportunity, and I, you know, I love Bozeman. I think it's you know one of the greatest cities that I guess everybody knows about now because of Yellowstone. But it was uh, uh, the, one of the, the greatest cities. Is that where the rocking R? Uh, isn't there a rocking R? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The rocking R bar. That's yeah, it. It's the only. It's the only uh, bar in America that's got an Alex Singleton jersey hanging in it. Wow. And for you, uh, Alex, this is personal too because it's a it's a it's a labor of love because your sister Ashley um, is in the Special Olympics too, right? Yeah, so, you know, I've been, you know, volunteering, you know, seeing a fan, an ambassador, a coach for Special Olympics my entire life. You know, my older sister is uh, is an athlete, so, you know, I've, I've been around it my entire life, and uh, that's why, you know, I think it's, you know, the greatest organization ever, just from what I've, you know, what they've given her and the opportunities they've given her to compete and uh, continue to compete in our sports. So that's why, you know, I always say I'm the second best athlete in my family, so I'll never catch up to you know, what she's been able to accomplish that's very cool. And Vince, you know, when you talk about teens, especially with Snack Zone, there's so much junk food and, and you know, bags of tortilla chips and, and candy bars. What are some of the things that you're saying with the, the Snack Zone, the school of strength, that they should be eating instead? Uh, well, there's, there's a Pacific food that you should stay away. You should just always portion out. So you don't have to worry about eating the bad or the good foods because it, there's no really anything like like that. Um, so yeah, just portion it out. It's easier. It's harder to stop, but you can always push the the chips to the side and and um, and put them away in the pantry so you don't see them. 
Absolutely. And Alex, for you with the uh, the Broncos, um, after coming over from Philly, you guys have gone through a little transition with the court, the coach, and it looks like the uh, the quarterback. But uh, how are you looking ahead now in a very competitive AFC West? Yeah, uh, you know, to be the best, you got to beat the best. So it's going to be exciting. Obviously, the Chiefs, you know, are still playing this weekend. So you know that's. Uh, that's number one right there, and yeah, obviously uh, what the Chargers have done, and you know everything else in the division. Uh, it's it's going to be competitive. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm excited uh, for what we were able to do this year in certain parts of the season, and I think if we can build off that. You know, we're going to be able to you know, do do what we need to do next year to be a competitive team and uh, make a run for uh, what we want. And one more question, uh, Vince. I saw because we were previewing the special, we were previewing 2023 Special Olympics World Games in Berlin, and about a third of the athletes reported that they ate one or less servings of, of fruits or vegetables a day. And that, that's another really important a part of this uh, campaign, isn't it? Uh, yeah, um, just eating healthier and staying in shape. It, it's. Uh, a pretty cool um, situation when you're learning to eat uh, a, a better um, snack, like uh, eating like an apple or or eating an orange on the side, making it easier for a lot of people. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, and before we let you go, um, Alex, I got to get your uh, your pick. Who do you think's going to win? <laughs> Fair enough. All right, and um, how about you, Vince? Who do you think's going to win? I think the Chiefs are going to win. All right, for more information, specialolympics.org slash snack-zone to check it out. Alex Singleton and Vince Egan. Gentlemen, thank you, and uh, enjoy the game. All right, thank you. All right, thank you very much there. And um, live from Radio Row and... Uh, the beginning, it didn't sound like that connection was going to work, but uh, ended up <clears throat> working out. By the way, the um, couple days ago, two years out, FIFA revealed their schedule for the 2026 World Cup in the USA, Mexico, and Canada. It'll begin June 11th in Mexico City, and the final will begin will be in uh, New Jersey at Giant Stadium. 78 games in the U.S., 13 in Canada, 13 in Mexico. Um, both the U.S. and Mexico show that they can host these by themselves, but this is the way it is. There's no use crying about it. But I did see at Levi Stadium there is a, uh, a first-round game June 13th, one on June 16th, one on June 19th, one on June 22nd, one on June 25th, and then there is a second-round game on June the 28th, my birthday, and another one on July 2nd, and then a quarterfinal in Santa Clara on July 10th. That's as far as it'll go. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, six games, yeah. Oh, wait, no, I was looking at L.A. There's no quarterfinal game in San Jose. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was surprised. It's, it's a little graph I'm looking at. So, yeah, six games, just kind of like last time at Stanford. Um, and if you're wondering, um, host cities 
Vancouver, Seattle, San Francisco, in quotes, Los Angeles, Guadalajara, Mexico City, Monterey, Houston, Dallas, Kansas City, Atlanta, Miami, Toronto, Boston, Philadelphia, New York. I would have all but guaranteed, and we already knew the host cities, but I'm still flabbergasted that Vegas didn't get a game, knowing how much I love Vegas, knowing that FIFA had the draw in Vegas before the 94 World Cup. And the reason why there are so many games is because there will be 48 teams. Once again, 48 teams. (laughs) That is a lot. That is a lot of uh, teams. And uh, if you can't make the World Cup now, (laughs) you really... It's like Italy has missed the last two World Cups. If you can't make the World Cup now, then that's pretty bad. Uh, One other thing that I've been avoiding, but I'll get it to you here, because uh, it is something that I think um, is worth mentioning, is this... um, this NHL case with this sexual assault allegations and there were teams where guys were absent and then some teams said he's hurt, some teams said it's a personal issue and some teams said uh, we don't know what he's doing. And what it was, was there were five players that were charged with a 2018 sexual assault in London, Ontario. All that happened during Canada's junior hockey team at the um, World Games that year. And five Canadian junior players were charged with sexual sexual assault. They're Connor Hart of the Flyers, Michael McLeod and Cal Foote of the Devils, Dylan Dubé of the Flames, and then Alex Formanton, who now plays in a Swiss league. McLeod is facing an additional charge of being a party to the offense of sexual assault. Uh, Lawyers for all five players confirmed their clients were charged. All of them say they're not guilty, but they all had to surrender to London, Ontario police. And uh, a woman uh, sued uh, Hockey Canada two years ago, saying she was sexually assaulted by eight members of Canada's world team at a fundraising fundraising gala in London, Ontario in June of 2018. Hockey Canada settled the lawsuit. And then out of court. And then an investigation revealed the organization had two secret slush funds to pay out settlements on claims of sexual assault and abuse. So London police dropped an investigation in 2019, but then began an internal investigation two years ago. And then the NHL launched one. So Gary Bettman at the All-Star Game last week said, At this stage, the most responsible and prudent thing for us to do is await the conclusion of the judicial proceedings, and at which point we will respond as appropriate at the time. So these players now are all on indefinite leave, and Bettman says the league does not consider it necessary to suspend the players without pay the rest of the season. Um... Bettman said the league found out about the allegations May 26, 2022. He said the NHL interviewed every single player from that Canadian team, and then they asked to interview the woman, and then she declined. So this is a a very serious issue. And um, anyway, um, I I kept hearing rumors about it, but now it's real. These guys have been arrested. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We will come on back on Sports Byline. Oh, yeah. 
Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027 That's 800-392-7027 Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Anything else? Yeah, it smells like pee right here where we're standing. That's what I had been saying. What had happened was Rick Tittle was just trying to keep it real and stay sucker-free. Thank you for that. I was looking at some of the uh, props about which 49er fan will be shown first. Andre Iguodala. Is, these are all in Vegas. They're all taking odds on it. Gary Payton. I don't know his name. Luke Rockhold. I don't know who that is. 
Any idea? Bailey? Any idea? Bailey's a WWE female superstar. Okay. Keegan Michael Key, I know who he is. Didn't know he was a fan. Andy Samberg, I thought he was Raiders. Jeremy Renner's from Modesto, I get that. Dave Franco slash Allison Bree, the couple. I don't know why they are. Rob Schneider's from Pacifica. Dana Carvey went to Cappuccino High. Aaron Paul is a fan. And someone named Dr. Disrespect. Any idea? I believe he's one of the top gamers in the world. He was at, uh, I think, the Packer game or something mm. like that. And then we mentioned Saw Weedy, E40, 24K Gold Un, and then Birdman. Is that the ugly guy, Anderson? No, that's probably the rapper Birdman. <laughs> okay, but the other guy was Birdman too, right? The ugly yes. Anderson guy. Okay. Um, I'm sure he looked fine before he tatted himself extra ugly. All right, I'm uh, Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Puka Nakua, Adam Thielen, and others. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.